when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Happy New Year. So to start out this year, I want to give you the top five New Year's sayings or cliches. Out with the old, in with the new. New Year, new you. Another chance for us to get it right. See you next year, and a fresh start. In reality, it's just another day in a sequence of days. The biggest difference about New Year's Day is it's colder, darker, and lazier than most days, plus most of us have the day off. I'll spare you all the personal resolutions that will be set and broken by the end of January. Yet, it marks a business milestone. It's most likely the start of a new fiscal year, but it's also the time that the IRS wants us to do our taxes, W-2s, 1099s, and other stuff. It's when we start to plan and execute how we're going to change our businesses in the next year. Now, I don't want to become Captain Buzzkill or minimize the significance of what a new year may mean to you. But we should all be proud that we survived making another trip around the sun, and we should enjoy those yearly retrospectives of what happened last year and revel in what lies ahead. After all, hope springs eternal. Okay, it's another quote. But one of my favorite cliches is, yesterday is history, tomorrow's a mystery, and today is a gift. So, be open to the present. With that being said, let's explore some old and new that we can embrace in the present as we look ahead. Technology. Out with the new. The promise of AI differs depending on your needs and perspective. One main use in marketing is writing content or generating ideas faster. It constantly does that, but what's missing is empathy. Marketing and advertising are often tasked with casting a net to catch attention of as many potential customers as possible. In the consumer business, this is by far the most effective way to reach new customers. But wide nets tend to catch fish you don't want or need. Then, it takes time to sort and remove from the catch the ones that you didn't expect to catch, and the ones that may be too small or defective. So, you have to sort them out. You can use AI to segment and communicate based on the data that you have in your database. And it depends on what data you have and what's available on the internet. Better grouping and segmenting will help, but there's always a bell curve of interest, opportunity, and visibility within any group. So, in with the old. We all need or want new clients, but 
not at the expense of current or past ones. AI can help us segment and communicate with them, but I'm suggesting you add a manual process. Empathy includes the acts of communication, listening, and interpreting. Empathy is strongest with individuals. The internet causes artificial intimacy. You may think you know somebody because of what they post or how they engage with other posts, but I can guarantee you that they'll be different in a one-on-one -on -one situation. So this year, try to resolve to have more and better one-on-one -on -one communications with current, past, and prospective customers. Try to meet in person. Zoom calls are better than nothing, but whichever you choose, communicating, listening, interpreting with empathy will lead to better relationships and sales. Speaking of relationships, out with the new. Sticking with the consumer marketing tactics of the past, we tend to connect and try to influence larger audiences. It was vogue to see people with 1,000, 5,000, and even 30,000 followers or connections on Facebook and LinkedIn and consider them influencers. Tools that scrub the internet for lookalike audiences, prospects, and leaders give us a false sense of hope that these people will care about us and what we have to say or sell. In reality, people will connect, follow, and stay connected because they lack time or interest to clean up their lists and connections. We tend to want to disconnect from people who we've collected in the past because they once had an interest and they may rekindle that interest and act on something. So, in with the old. I've mentioned the tribe concept before. People tend to have a mental capacity to maintain 150 quality relationships. It's built deep within our lizard brains. So, I suggest that you prune your old contacts as soon as you continue to meet and add new ones. Now, I've been on LinkedIn for 20 years as of 2024. Over that time, I've amassed over 5,000 connections. Who I was and what my business was 20 years ago is vastly different than what it is today. This is one of the main reasons I add quality connections from LinkedIn to my CRM. I'll tag and review them in my CRM because this is how I maintain the one-on-one -on -one relationships. You can keep notes, retag, and remove them from your CRM and LinkedIn if and when that time comes. Nothing says that once a connection is removed, it can't be re-added if it becomes relevant again. Back to the tribe concept. If you have a team of 10 people and each of them maintains 150 relationships, that means that your business will have the capacity to reach over 1,500 people when they all post the same content. That's more quality connections than most B2B businesses could ever hope for. So let me leave you with some closing thoughts or habits. In business, I built habits that mix old with the new but help me focus on the present.
One of my new habits is that anyone I meet in person or online who has some kind of interest or a connection to my business life gets a connection request on LinkedIn. That includes vendors, prospects, and referral partners. Once they connect, then they're added to my CRM and tagged, and I add notes. A few of my old daily habits include posting positive quotes and wishing my connections happy birthday. That birthday wish is a great time to review your connections. Both Facebook and LinkedIn can alert you, or you can find people's birthdays. And if you check my blog, I have a link there how to do that. As you wish them a happy birthday, click on their profile and remind yourself, who are they? Why did you connect? And the other thing is, have they even posted in the last year? You can choose to stay connected if they're still relevant or remove them if they're not. It's up to you to find a system that works for you, your schedule, and your needs. If you commit to small daily steps, it makes it easier to manage your relationships in a more meaningful and empathetic way over time. Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>